We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Metroscope, an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. What is UCP Oregon? On their website, it says they support people who experience developmental disabilities, believe in the power of real choice, real jobs, real homes, and real connections. Let's talk about it this time on Metroscope. On Metroscope this time, I would like to welcome Susan Cushman, Family Support Director, and Gavin Johnson, Development Director with UCP Oregon. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having us. So, Susan, can we get started with you and talk about what is cerebral palsy? That's what UCP stands for, right? United Cerebral Palsy, right. Okay. And we're one of the affiliates of the national organization. Um, CP, cerebral palsy, is a basically a brain injury. And there are many causes, and sometimes you don't know what caused it, but it affects muscle coordination primarily. And does it happen at any point in life? No, it happens when the brain's developing. It most commonly happens um, before birth or during labor or within the first couple years of a child's life. And while their brain is, is really developing, I know several children who drowned when they were two or three who hadn't had CP, and then they acquire it from um, the lack of oxygen to their brain. Wow. Or uh, several children who were in car accidents when they were babies and they had a head injury. If we had a head injury, we call it a, t a traumatic brain injury. But when your brain's developing, they call it cerebral palsy. Okay. It's a catch-all phrase. Is it uh, something that... Do they know the causes? I mean, well, my daughter was born not breathing, so they know if you don't have enough oxygen to the brain, part of the brain gets injured and it affects movement. So, depending on which part of the brain gets affected and and damaged, how much which part of the body is affected? Sometimes kids have strokes in utero, which was fascinating wow. for me to learn. It's called hemiplegia. And it affects one part, one side of the body. So maybe the left side's weaker than the right. Usually, hemiplegia kids can walk and talk. They just um, fall down a lot when they're little. Tell me about your daughter. So my daughter is now 26. Um, like I said, she was born not breathing. And when she was four months old, I got the diagnosis. I didn't know. She was my first. I knew she kind of moved kind of jerkily, but I didn't really, I didn't want to think that she had cerebral palsy. They mentioned it the day after her birth, and I said, go away. So um, luckily, the doctor who diagnosed her was on the UCP board and gave me the card for family support. So the next day, when I could stop crying, I called her. And she was the mother of twins who both had CP. A lot of twins, one has CP, one does not. Um, and um, she reassured me and kind of gave me hope that I would survive this. I, it was just, I didn't know anything about cerebral palsy. I, didn't, I hadn't been around anybody. I didn't grow up with kids in dis with disabilities when I went to school. I'm a little older than some, than the IDEA. So it was scary and terrifying, and so I could call UCP anytime and get the resources and the help I needed. That, uh, that first initial meeting with UCP, what was that like? Well, it was, it was, it was on the phone, and it was wonderful. It was, it was just what I needed. I didn't, here was a mom who actually had a child with cerebral, two children with cerebral palsy, and so she knew what I was going through, and she, could, she was there for me in a way that I really needed. And that's what I get to do now with new parents who call me. I never forget what it was like to get that diagnosis. So I just heard from a new mom in Milton Freewater 
yesterday yeah. whose little baby was just diagnosed and she doesn't know where to turn so um, she turned to UCP thank goodness and now I can connect her with other parents and um, and give her resources how many children are, are born with CP? it's one in a thousand apparently yeah. right now and how many people are you uh, or does UCP in Oregon work with well, family support doesn't charge for services. We support about 800 families throughout Oregon and Washington. Um, UCP Oregon, for adult services, we serve in the Portland metro area, adults with all kinds of disabilities, with employment services, with community connections, with um, supported living services. That's great. Yeah. When did you, when did you, uh UCP start working with people with all types of development, developmental disabilities? Actually, I think they pretty much have almost since the beginning. Oh, okay. UCP Oregon started in 1955, and we started with sheltered workshops and group homes because that was better than the institutions and no jobs. And then in the 80s, we transitioned into supported living where we support an individual in their own apartment or home. And they have the staff they need. Some people need 24-7 staff, and some people need a check-in once a week. So um, of our adult customers, most do not have cerebral palsy. Most have another disability. Okay. How long have you been with UCP? A little over 12 years now. Yeah? As the family support director. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. what is it, what's it like to, to be in that position and to know how much you mean to some of these families? It's awesome. It, it doesn't feel like a job most of the time. Um, I'm always trying to figure out better ways to support families. I know for me, being with other parents was the most important support. So... I think one of my main jobs is connecting parents with each other, whether they live in Independence or in Medford or in Portland. That first initial woe when you have a child with CP, that must be one of the scariest things ever. It was. It was. It was the scariest day of my life. It was what I considered the most tragic day of my life was, well, her birth was pretty darn traumatic because she was taken out of the room not breathing and um, revived right away. But, but getting the diagnosis was overwhelming. And... Um, so I actually have put together a PowerPoint about the grief process for parents and how, you know, it's important to grieve the disability so you can be there with your child. I had to do that. I kept expecting Marie to be doing more than she was doing, and that wasn't fair to her. So when she was almost two, I did this grief ritual to let go of the kid I thought I was going to have so I could be there for the child that I have. And now I get to share that with professionals who work with families throughout the state. That's super interesting. Yeah. Wow, that, I, that's a process. It is a process, absolutely a process. Tell me about Marie and what she's like. Is it, what's her life like? Well, Marie has what's called athetoid cerebral palsy. There's different types. So she started um, sitting up when she was 18 months and walking when she at that time. As soon as she could sit up, they put her in a walker. Okay. So she can walk. Um, she uses her power chair for long distances, like going to the zoo. She's had a job um, doing data entry because they put her in front of a computer when she was 11 months old for speech therapy because they knew she'd always need a computer. So she's really computer savvy and really math smart. Now, what I've heard is 75% of people with cerebral palsy are left-handed. Well, she's right-handed. So she has, a, and most kids with cerebral palsy aren't good at math, but she's really good at math. Yeah. So anyway, she's really good at art. And so she has had an Etsy site for the last eight years, sells her art at um, wherever she can, but most, most um, successfully at disability conferences, of course. <laughs> Do you think she got that from you? Because I know you're an artist yes, as well. Yes, she did. Yeah, we've been doing <laughs> art her whole life. That's great. Yeah. What are some misconceptions about CP? Well, it's not a disease. It's a condition. It's not progressive. It's not contagious. I would talk to Marie's um, classmates in elementary school to remind them that it wasn't contagious. They didn't have to be afraid of her. 
um, yeah, it's not progressive. So it, it doesn't progress beyond once the once no, the diagnosis. The, and therapies can help mitigate the um, the movements and and uh, and your life. Yeah. And even though they may speak a little differently and move a little differently, the mind is working pretty right. relatively most, normally. Right. Most kids and adults with CP have average to high intelligence. So um, I know my misconception, because I didn't know anybody with a disability before Marie, was that anybody in a wheelchair had an intellectual disability, and that's just not true. So I've learned that, and I've met many people um, with great abilities, whether they can move their bodies or not. Their minds are very active. Do you think we're getting beyond that stereotype? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have people um, come up to Marie and talk baby talk to her. Um, She's 26 now, and um, she can do complicated algebraic formulas. So I think I should put one on a placard and show it to people when they baby talk to her and ask them if they can do this. What is her reaction to people that... She doesn't really pay attention. She doesn't really care what other people think, which is a blessing. Yeah. She doesn't really... She's never noticed people staring at her. I do, but she doesn't. Um, She's very happy with who she is. She was asked at age 11 if she could wake up tomorrow without CP, would she? And she said no. Really? She likes who she is, and CP is all she's ever known. So she's a Can't great, ask for more you know, than that. our kids can be a great teacher of, for the community, but I think generally most people don't have that connection and don't understand that people with disabilities are just like, just like me and you. They yeah. just move a little differently or have different support needs. Let me once again introduce Gavin Johnson. Gavin is the development director with UCP Oregon. Gavin, tell me, what, what do you do? What is a development director? So we, uh, we've raised funds and awareness. Okay. So um, we, uh, we develop opportunities to, uh, to, to create funds for the organization. So that uh, mostly of those funds will go to help our family support department, um, but also help with uh, other ancillary opportunities with our other service areas too. So um, we do that uh, in a ma- number of different ways. We have our outward-facing event that we'll talk about in a little bit, uh, the Walk, Roll, and Run. But we also uh, give uh, opportunities for people to give in the way that fits for them. So either it might be writing a check, a major gift, or a corporation being a corporate sponsor, um, providing an in-kind donation of some sorts. Um, People can can choose uh, some uh, planned giving option for uh, later in life when when their funds can go that they've accumulated could go to something helpful, which is um, is a great opportunity as well. So mostly. People with uh, making individual donations is the the greatest opportunity we have. So, yeah. Are most or all of UCP's services free? So, uh, the family support services are. Okay. Um, so, the other service areas have a, a fee for service that they actually pay uh, via Medicaid usually. Okay. Um, so, that's how that works. Um, that And it's a, it's a great opportunity. So, there are some things that we can't pay for. So, the reimbursements from... Um, Medicaid aren't that great, as you'll talk to anybody in the healthcare industry. <laughs> um, so there are, um, <clears throat> we do an amazing job uh, leveraging and maximizing those payments to give incredible service to the to the people we serve. That's awesome. So let's talk about the big event, which is coming up uh, middle of September. Is that right? It is the middle, right in the middle, the Ides of September on September fifteenth. So it's a Saturday, and it's a, it's a magical event. I mean, Portland's known for a lot of its walks and runs during the uh, the summertime, but I have to say of the, the, the many that I've been to, this one 
really shares the love of everyone there. So they're all embracing something that's important to them, whether it's uh, running or, or walking or being outside. But for clearly, for a lot of people, it is a, basically a family reunion. Yeah. The folks that come out um, might be walking in honor of uh, somebody that has uh, uh, intellectual or developmental disability, but it brings their family together, their family members, people that they work with. And and sometimes they'll, they'll get matching shirts, and it's a really colorful process uh, of of a parade, if you will, people walking over the Telecom Bridge and uh, high-fiving each other as they're coming back and just knowing that everyone's coming together uh, and supporting something that's important to them. And it really feels good to know that there are others that care. Yeah, and to get together every year in, in mid-September, and, and like you say, it's a, like a family reunion, the walk, roll, and run. Absolutely. So what's the route this year? So the route, uh, we start on the east side um, and just uh, just a little bit north of OMSI, and we we walk uh, around OMSI and across the Tillicum Bridge and then back again. The, uh, the 5K does that same route, but then they'll come back of the Tillicum and run up the uh, the spring uh Water corridor, corridor. and then uh, and then come back, and so it makes it a 5K for everybody. Um, They start first, so they they all everyone finishes about the same time, and then they return to uh, to our festival area where we have uh, multiple tents set up with different vendors um, and sponsors that have set up booths, and they're giving things away and uh, great food from from people like. Um, Papa Murphy's, we're handing out pizza, and Ingelina's, which is a catering company that uh, that shares some amazing food, um, as well as a lot of different people. I think we have, uh, uh, what, about ten, uh, five different people giving away food, yeah, which nice. is really sweet. I have nothing but cakes. Uh, that give <laughs> I love away. those. Oh, my gosh, they're those so the good. And they're great people over there, but so many good folks. The food traffic has been involved. Uh, Morel Inc. helps us out in Cold Kissed is, of course, provides water for us. So a lot of folks giving some in-kind donations to make a great event experience for folks. How can our listeners get involved with the Walk, Roll, and Run? Ah, good. I'm glad you asked. So it's really easy. You go to www.ucporegon.org, and you'll find uh, the Walk, Roll, and Run link, um, which will take you to an amazing website that uh, we've created makes it very easy for you to sign up as an individual or to uh, to create a team or join a team or donate to one or the other, an individual or a, or a team. I'm clicking on the website right now just so I can catch up with you. So it, is it, it's not too late to sign up, right? It is not. You can sign up uh, within uh, uh, about 48 hours before the event. Um, and, of course, you can come down the day of the event in the morning. It starts at 10, so we ask you to be a little bit earlier if you want to register for the event. I think we had about 80 people register the day of the event. Uh, you know, those folks that just, just couldn't make up their mind until the day <laughs> of. Uh, and uh, maybe they're waiting for to see if it's raining or not, But um, which we've had uh, really great weather for uh, many of the events, and it's a great opportunity just to kind of get together exercise, and share the love. Yeah. Mid-September is, September is a pretty good month here in Portland. It's a great month. Yeah, it it's, is. Our summers are really July, August, September, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are. So it's not boiling hot, and it's uh, usually, yeah, usually nice, and usually doesn't rain, but, you know, you can never say that here in Oregon. It never rains in September, that's for sure. Is this one of your largest fundraising events of the year? It's, uh, yeah, I think it is. It's one of our uh, largest outward-facing events, which really involves the community. We, uh, it's a great uh, awareness opportunity because people that do get involved, we uh, send motivational uh, emails out to folks to raise funds, but also include a message about what we do and how we serve. And 
And so it's an opportunity throughout the uh, the process when they sign up to actually these, uh, go to the, to the event to see the services that we provide and, and some profiles about the people that we help. Is it it's a sometimes eye-opening for people who maybe have never heard of you before that could use your services? Absolutely. Yeah, I think there are people that we find out all the time. There are a lot of people out there that maybe have the means um, that uh, have a intellectual, their child or a family member has an intellectual developmental disability. They have the means, and so they don't reach out to community organizations to help, um, and only to realize that that there are many different ways they help. I think the, the key, what, um, what Susan was talking about, is what I hear over and over again, the opportunity to talk to another family that has a family member in a similar situation. It's it's incredibly powerful, more so than probably other services that uh, are provided through a lot of organizations. Yeah, just that one-on-one support has got to be somebody who's walking in your shoes. Absolutely. That's got to be a great asset. Yeah. I, I don't know. What, what, is it, what is the meaning behind that, Susan? That uh, Why is it so meaningful for people? Well, when I got Marie's diagnosis, I didn't even know what cerebral palsy was. So to meet another parent, to talk to a parent who knew what it was and was her child was 12, so she'd been dealing with it for a long time and could um, you know, explain what it meant and how we couldn't really know what Marie would be able to do when she got older, but to know that there were resources and people I could ask questions of whenever I had questions, where to go for, with the county caseworker and all that kind of stuff. So you work with family support with UCP, but there are other services that UCP provides. Tell us about those, too. Well, um, well, now that my daughter's an adult, for, for um, people that are over 18, we provide, she had employment services to find her a job, help her find a job with a job coach that supported her. Um, so we, want, we help people find real jobs, not sheltered workshop jobs. And then our supported living, as I mentioned, uh, we support people in their homes with as much or as little staff as they need. And we have a thing called UCP Connections is our brokerage, and they help adults uh, with a personal agent who helps them achieve whatever their goals are, whether it be employment or volunteering or learning how to ride the bus. And services for adults differ uh, quite a bit from for services from kids for kids, right? I mean, obviously, kids need different things than adults need. Right. Actually, we have a we do have a service called Building Blocks, which is our newest service that provides in-home supports for families with kids under 18, so that it, when the parents get some respite time, they they can hire staff through Building Blocks to come into their home and give them a break. Because um, there's this analogy we, I came up with a few years ago that if you were a parent and you had a child with the flu and you know how scary that was and your child had this high fever and you thought you, know, you couldn't sleep through the night for several days, that's what a lot of our families go through every single day. They have children who can't even cough. They don't have enough muscle control to cough, so they have to be suctioned throughout the day. And they have seizures, and they never sleep through the night. So I do everything we can to support the families, give them a break. We have a program called Respitality where we give people a free hotel room. So there's several wonderful hotels in Portland, like the Doubletree and the um, Marriott on Broadway, um, that give us free hotel rooms here and there to give to our parents to get a break because they finally get to sleep through the night for one night. <laughs> that must be a special treat. It is a special treat, yes. Tell me more about that. What, um, where do their kids go? Well, the kids, they have to provide their own child care. Okay. And we have some funds to help pay for that. Most people um, have relatives, grandparents or aunts or uncles or siblings who can watch their children. 
And it's kind of like date night for mom and dad, It is right? date night. And for parents who can't get away overnight, we did start date night. So we get gift certificates from restaurants all over Portland, all over the state. Once we find we have a family in Klamath Falls, we write to restaurants in Klamath Falls. And we get gift certificates so that they can have a date night. And are you probably are always looking for those types always of things? Always looking for that. If you're a restaurant and you want to give us a certificate, we would love to have you contact us. And Portland Center Stage gives us tickets for theater, which is just lovely. Oh, that's so, so great. There's a zip line, and Ben gives us tickets a couple times a year, and families and Ben, the parents can get away. I'm sure that is a real getaway, right? You're on the zip line. You're not going to be thinking about your kid at home. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about how terrified you are. <laughs> how, do, how, do, uh, how are parents chosen to, to get the, the respitality? They just ask. Yeah. That's great. What a great thing that is. Right. I bet parents really love that. They love that. Mm-hmm. So, Gavin, I want to ask you about one of the services that UCP provides. That's Employment Solutions. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Employment Solutions is, um, yes, one of the services that UCP Oregon provides. And uh, it's something that, that uh, really resonates. All the services resonate with me. But I had the opportunity when I first started over a year ago to um, to do some field trips as I'm learning about the organization and and I was really touched by the depth that folks go, uh, the, the team goes to find a job for a person with disabilities. First of all, the person uh, indicates that what he or she wants to do, that, that they do want to work. And then they do a discovery process, which is quite amazing. So they don't go to an employer and say, hey, will you hire this person with disabilities? They go to the person who identifies that they would like to work, and they'll gather um, family members, guardians, whomever, in a room, and they'll talk about what this person would like to, to do. And, and they'll sometimes it's very difficult for the person to communicate, so that need that sometimes those supports are, are needed. And collectively, they'll come up with things that will indicate what they want to do. Uh, they'll go ask what color they like, what, do, what, uh, what kind of things do they do around the home on a regular basis. Um, and they'll put something together, and then they'll go out and actually look for a job that matches what that person wants to do. So it's, is it a chi- the chicken or egg kind of thing? So then they have that, that really difficult process that of finding that opportunity. They'll go into a company that kind of matches what they think might happen. They'll maybe ask for a tour, and, and they'll identify things, jobs that uh, maybe the company didn't even know that they, that they needed. Um, and uh, a person to support. Maybe they find some staff that, on a regular basis, go and do this other job. It takes away from their core duties, and it happens to match perfect with this other person, those those other duties. So um, they'll uh, they'll create that opportunity, but it's based on the, the importance of the person that wants to work, and uh, it's an amazing thing that happens. Some, they feel fulfilled. They go from being tax negative to tax positive, and sometimes there are tax benefits for a company to uh, to hire a person with disabilities, depending on what it is. So it's a gru- it's an amazing effort, starting with the person that wants to work, um, and un- the unemployment rate for for disabilities uh, people with disabilities is great is pretty high. I don't know the number off the top of my head, but um, I, I know for like call it, going to college, I think it's only sixteen percent get a college degree. So um, it's great for the community, great for the person. I, I love that process. So these are the many services that uh, uh, are provided and, and served through uh, the fundraising efforts of uh, things like the Walk, Roll, and Run. Well, let's talk more about that. Give me the, the, everything I need to know about Walk, Roll, and Run in the last minute we have here. Well, we have a, a lot of folks that help out with it, you know, particularly the, 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 the corporate sponsors that have uh, decided to support us, uh, one of which, of course, is... Uh, is Intercom 94.7 and 105.1 105, The Buzz. They're on board helping us. Yeah, us. 
Yeah, you. <laughs> you'll be hearing uh, uh, PSAs throughout, and you'll you'll see Gustav joining us. Uh, uh, he serves not only as an on-air spokesperson, and but he also at the event he serves as the MC. He's been involved for years, as everyone uh, knows. He's been in the community. I think people say the longest. Uh, serving DJ in the community, I'm That's told. Awesome. Is that correct? He's a good guy. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So we have um, uh, Paulson Coletti. Uh, we have the old spaghetti fact. We have J.D. Fullweiler, uh, the company insurance, a financial, uh, country financial, and, of course, the Able, uh, Oregon Able Savings Plan, Pacific Automation, Performance Mobility. We have uh, Derman Bates and Kaiser Permanente and, and Bliss, which is uh, insurance and risk advisors. Callahan Electric, U- U.S. Bank, the Charitable Services Group, Beneficial Bank, Stevens Place, and I mentioned our in-kind supporters before, but um, all these folks are coming together to provide a great event experience and and provide very needed funds for the people we serve. Yeah, it's great to have so many people step up. Absolutely. The date for the Walk, Roll, and Run is September 15th, and tell me the website one more time so people can get signed up and get participating. UCPOregon.org, and we've got a lot of, we had a huge growth last year, $24,000 more than the year before, and 160 more people than the year before, and so we're pretty excited to have a lot of new things to even roll out uh, since last year, so it's going to be an exciting day. Getting bigger every year. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, thanks to both of you for being on the show. Thanks Thanks for having us. Metroscope is an Intercom Radio Portland public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. If you're involved with a nonprofit or public affairs organization, or if you have an idea for an upcoming show, I'd like to hear from you. Visit MetroscopePDX.com and submit your ideas. You can also go to this station's website and submit your information there. Thanks for listening to Metroscope and enjoy the rest of your weekend. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.